Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Let's start episode 167 of Ask Vidas and Osha podcast. This question was sent by David. And he writes, Today I had to play Oh Worship the King for service. I wanted to make it a little more exciting. So instead of playing just the last part of the hymn as an introduction, I improvised a short modulating fanfare with trumpet and shamad on the swell. Then on the grate with a rather full sounding registration continued with the second half of the hymn only slightly reharmonized followed by a one beat rest to let the congregation now it's t- to let the congregation know it's time to join in. Um, it was very well received. Um, and it was fun to play, but I wonder if you have any suggestions for beginner or intermediate organists for both hymn introductions and alternative harmonizations. I think some time ago either you or Oshra indicated that one has to be careful with alternative harmonizations and that are not a good idea on the last stance as a general rule, but in our congregation they seem to work well and add interest, and the people seem to sing all the more enthusiastically. Perhaps you have a suggestion or a formula for improvising hymn introductions, or could recommend a publication with somewhat simple introductions. Anything you can suggest would be wonderful. Thank you. Osha, this is a question that is probably bothering a lot of church organists. Sure, because, you know, it's a big big part of their job. To introduce the hymn. What's the most common introduction? Probably to play entire uh, stanza in four parts for congregation. Well, or just the last eight, or sometimes even four measures. The last phrase or two? Yes. Mm. Or the first phrase and the last phrase? That's true. Is this a boring way to introduce a hymn? Well, not necessarily. It's sort of a traditional way. Do you think that David should do this or or anything else you could add? Well, you can do it for some hymns and then for other hymns you may you know, play an elaborate introduction. Uh, if you were invited to play in David's church, what would you do? Well, now when I know that his uh, church, his congregation loves elaborated preludes, maybe I would place uh, some fancy introduction too. Um, would you um, play with ornamented chorale in the right hand uh, version? Yes, could be. Or in the left hand, the tenor line? Maybe I would do it in the right hand, it would be easier. What about in the pedals with augmentation, with posaune? Well, yes, but I wouldn't play introduction with posaune. I think it would be too crushing, too loud probably. What would you do? I think uh, any example that we can find from uh, Bach's or Gelbuchlein would work well here. Except... Except in those days, the hymns were playing played rather slowly, and as if you notice, uh, the texture of the 
chorale prelude and the rhythm of that tune is basically twice as low uh, so which means probably that entire piece would last a minute or two here uh, and that's usually in modern terms too long yes for example I myself don't like long introductions to the hymns I mean it's okay to play you know to do fancy postlude for example but 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 if you will, you know, do a long introduction for each hymn, I believe the service might become longer and longer. So if you take, for example, the first phrase and the last phrase, but treat it, treat it as, a, as a choral prelude uh, based on the model from Orgelbuchlein, would that be uh, sophisticated and creative enough? I think so, yes. And not too long? Yes. yes. Plus, you know, in America there are so many... Publishers that publish church music, and you can find actually introductions to to various hymns. Although you have to check and to be careful that you play your introduction and then a hymn in the same key, because there might be you know different keys in those. And then they have alternative harmonizations for the last stanza. Sure. Yes. Usually, would. Uh, would you play the last stanza somewhat differently? Well, it's again depends on the hymn itself. Because not 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 for each hymn it's an appropriate way to do it. Mm-hmm. Especially for example, if you are playing in Catholic church and you are playing let's say during Lent, I wouldn't do it. But if it's Eastern Sunday then yes, okay, why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you can uh, even transpose your uh, harmonization half a step or entire step, entire uh, whole tone uh, higher. Would be like in a pop music, yes? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Would give you more excitement. Would you then choose to play modulating interlude between those two stanzas? No, I wouldn't do that. Why? I'm afraid I would be kicked out of the church as Bach was. What's wrong with that? You look at Bach, <laughs> what he achieved <laughs> later. Well, but at that time he lost his job. That's okay, he found another. <laughs> um, you know, if you, if you did that consistently, the... the, the Basically, uh, voice about you would would uh, you know spread around the mountains across the globe that you are one and only. I yes, I think you know sometimes it's a problem that you know organist wants to demonstrate his or her ability above everything else. But, you know, while playing in church and especially doing hymns, because we always have text, you know, and I think the texts in hymns are the most important part. So, and I mean that your accompaniment should never, you know, sort of cover the text. That's my opinion. Yeah, you should probably... um, 
choose the texture and uh, registration based on the text. Painting. I know, yes, and, and, and you can, you know, register accordingly. That's obviously for another topic of discussion, uh, registrations, right? It's not uh, things that um, David is asking, but, uh, but um, yeah, he could probably use some alternative harmonizations and um, make introductions and sometimes even modulating f fanfares, right? Um, it's it's nothing against the rules, right? If if it's a solemn occasion, yes, yes. if it's a festivity yes. like Christmas or Easter or or Pentecost, uh, I think one of the easier ways to introduce a hymn is to start with a single voice, let's say soprano, then after the first phrase you add the alto, so then two-part texture. After the second phrase, you add the tenor, then the three-part texture. And for the last phrase, uh, all four parts come in. That's a nice way to introduce him. Um, gradually making it more sophisticated, more uh, thicker texture and a little bit louder, right? That's if the hymn has four phrases yes what about if the hymn has uh, six phrases Osha? you should add uh, six voices then <laughs> no why not <laughs> would you like to do that yes double pedal I love it well it would be very hard go ahead and do it I did actually it didn't work uh, so I stopped doing it so I would rather stick with four voices for hymns. Or even two voices. What's wrong with two voice introductions? You could have a bicinium, right? Uh, for entire stanza. Or even uh, the first phrase and the last phrase. Very thin texture. Soprano and the bass playing basically outer voice. Outer voices of the hymn. Maybe a little bit with embellishment in the right hand or the left hand or in alternation. Would that work? I think it would work just fine. And you know, because you are you have to play in church each Sunday and do a few hymns, so well you can use all these methods and see what what is working for you. And don't forget the trio texture is of course where you play three parts and you can place your hymn tune in any of the parts soprano, tenor or the bass. That's right. Excellent. So, guys, we hope this was useful to you. Please send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. This was with us. And Osha. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.